0: Welcome to Twin Peaks Radio, a show where we remember, in the words of Major Garland Briggs, a real mystery can't be solved, not completely. It's always just out of reach, like a light around the corner. You might catch a glimpse of what it reveals, feel its warmth, but you can't know the heart of it. Not really. That's what gives it value. It can't be cracked. It's bigger than you and me. Bigger than everything we know. I'm Professor Robert E. G. Black. And this week, well, I finished up looking at the opening titles, but I'm not quite getting to the pilot episode just yet, because I wanted to deal with the Log Lady introductions as they come up. If you don't know what the Log Lady introductions are, well, hey, I'm surprised you're listening to the show. Welcome. They were a series of monologues that Catherine E. Colson filmed in the character of Margaret Lanterman, the Log Lady for the syndicated re-airing of the show on Bravo in 1993. I had only seen these, I guess, once, because the first time I watched the show all the way through was on Bravo. My family had lost track of it, as I've said in previous episodes, when season two came up and it was on a new night and the schedule was different. The first one is fairly simple.
1: Welcome to Twin Peaks. My name is Margaret Lanterman. I live in Twin Peaks. I am known as the Log Lady. There is a story behind that. There are many stories in Twin Peaks. Some of them are sad, some funny. Some are stories of madness, of violence. Some are ordinary, yet they all have about them a sense of mystery. The mystery of life. Sometimes the mystery of death, the mystery of the woods, the woods surrounding Twin Peaks. To introduce this story, let me just say it encompasses the all. It is beyond the fire, though few would know that meaning. It is a story of many, but it begins with one. And I knew her. The one leading to the many is Laura Palmer. Laura
0: is the one. There. Basic. Quote the Twin Peaks. My name is Margaret Lanterman. Interesting that we're getting her name. For someone watching it new, they're not going to know who she is. It's an interesting observation recently I heard. I don't actually remember what podcast or video it was on, but they were talking about The Log Lady, and if you just watched... The pilot episode. All you'd know about her is that exchange where Dale asks, Who's that? Who's the lady with the log? We call her the Log Lady. That's it, right? That's her entire presence in the pilot? If you're watching this on Bravo, you know right away that she's important. You don't know how, of course. I live in Twin Peaks. I am known as the Log Lady. There is a story behind that. I don't know how much of the story behind that was known at the time they wrote these. They had finished Seasons 1 and 2. 93, they'd already made the movie. But the idea of them making a Season 3? Pipe dream. Wasn't going to happen. That it eventually happened is actually really strange. But that's a story for later. In context to the show, we do find out in Season 2 that something happened to Margaret when she was young. She ended up with Mark on her leg. I think I will save exploring the details of it from the secret history for when we get to it coming up in the show. The other thing we get is that the log, trying to remember how specific they get with this, or if it's just inference that the log is her husband who died or some version of him. I like that I'm losing track of some details of the show when I'm getting ready to go through it really slowly in a lot of detail and talk about those details. I'm not one of these people that this is the only show I go back and binge watch constantly. I watch a lot of shows. I watch a lot of movies. I also do a lot of podcasts about those movies. I think my overall impression of certain things will change significantly. There's a story behind that suggests, in the context of the re-airing, that we're going to get a significant story behind that. But we won't. And they know that when they write this. They know that when she performs this. There are many stories in Twin Peaks. Basic opener for a pilot of a show. Some of them are sad. Some funny. Some of them are stories of madness. Of violence. Some are ordinary. The distinctions here are great. Because she's putting the story of all the characters we're going to know. That all... mm, I'm trying to think how I'm trying to... What I'm trying to say. I mean, she gets at it. Her next line. Yet they all have about them a sense of mystery. The mystery of life. If It goes to the the, the lines from the secret history that I use to open and end each of these episodes. Stuff about mystery being what matters in life. But mystery of life as well is what a show is. We're watching this TV show, we see these people. We don't know everything about them. We don't know that much about them until they are featured more and more and more in each story, each episode. And if we like a certain character and then they aren't featured, that can be troubling. I'm known for saying, I think I've reposted the memory of me saying it on Facebook multiple times, that I'm not a fan of fans. I don't always like the kind of people that will focus on, like, they'll have a favorite character and they'll hate on other characters. I try to take a character at face value. Sort of. Try to take a show at face value. If I don't enjoy it, I stop watching it and move on. Usually. There are exceptions. There's always exceptions. Sometimes the mystery of death, she says. The mystery of the woods. The woods surrounding Twin Peaks. This is where... Who wrote these? Do we know who wrote these? This feels like... At best, Mark Frost... Oh, no. The vignettes were written and directed by David Lynch, according to TwinPeaks.Fandom.com. I assume that information comes from somewhere. (laughs) They don't have a citation. Maybe an interview from Wrapped in Plastic. I don't know. There's no credits for these segments. They just are. To introduce this story, let me just say it encompasses the all. That's big. That sounds like Lynch, yeah. This story... This finite location with this finite set of characters is telling every story. All stories. It is beyond the fire, though few would know that meaning. Debatably, none of us know that meaning still. You got the twin perfect version, it's all about electricity. And that's part of it, certainly. But I don't think it's strictly that. Fire is destruction. But fire is also the thing that sets us apart and makes it possible for us to have civilization. Not just in the form of electricity, but the ability to keep each other warm while doing whatever we want. Having a heater in our house. Having a fireplace. Even camping, like Dale and Garland, sitting around that campfire. We don't see much of that camp out. We don't see them fishing. We see the end of it. But they're there by the fire. It's the thing that draws people together, sitting around the campfire, telling a story. Is this a campfire tale? Twin Peaks? Is that the point? It is a story of many, she says, but begins with one, and I knew her. Except it doesn't begin with Laura, does it? We'll find out in a few episodes. I should point out now that the next couple, two, three episodes, I am not sure how I'm going to edit it yet, actually involves me with someone I co host a podcast with last year who was only watching this for the first time, and he didn't have much experience with David Lynch, even though he is a film student. And we just had a conversation about what he thought of the pilot. So I'll cut that up into a couple episodes, and then it will be my turn to go through whatever pace it ends up, the pilot episode, and then each episode. Breaking it down, I don't know, scene by scene, minute by minute. Maybe certain episodes will just be a one-off, and I'll just talk about it and move on. I don't know. But I would point out, Then when I get to that in a few episodes, it doesn't begin with Laura. It begins with Josie. We see ducks. We see dogs. We see Josie. The one leading to the mini is Laura Palmer. Laura is the one. Now, of course, that this is written and directed by David Lynch, it makes sense because his fascination with Laura as the character is the reason we have Fire Walk with me. He wanted to revisit that character. Because he didn't think we'd really gotten enough of that perspective in the story. Because what is this story about? Even going back to the Twin Perfect version, that I am one of the many detractors of Twin Perfect's Finally Explained video, that it's about going against what other TV shows have done, of discounting victims and all that. In the 80s is when we had the episodic thing turn into the serial storytelling, including with Mark Frost, who worked on Hill Street Blues. They didn't just dismiss characters. Some shows still did, but it wasn't like that was a default. It wasn't like this show was somehow trying to avoid violence and avoid that sort of storytelling where the victim is... I mean, this is saying it right here, the one leading to the many. Laura Palmer's death is the trigger to tell all these other stories. Laura is the one. The Log Lady will say again in episode 10? Episode numbers are always weird for me on this one because they don't number the pilot. The pilot is essentially episode 0. So what does this add to the story, especially then going to the opening credits come after this? Does it add more mystery? Is it an extra layer of pretense in case someone shows these episodes out of order to add some context? Maybe. You syndicate a show, there's always a chance someone's going to air them out of order or skip an episode. Or an episode might just accidentally get skipped because it gets preempted a certain day. Maybe it adds some context. We'll see how much context these things add as we get to more of them. I've only actually seen a couple outside of watching them back in, like, 93, 94, or whenever it was, when I watched it on Bravo. So we'll see how they hold up. And I might visit each one before the episode, and then visit it again after, and see, did it really fit the episode it went in front of? Remember, in the words of Major Garland Briggs, mystery is the most essential ingredient of life, Mystery creates wonder, which leads to curiosity, which in turn provides the ground for our desire to understand who and what we truly are. This has been a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find links to more at lemmingdrops.com. Follow the show on Twitter at Peaks Radio and on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok at Twin Peaks Radio, Or join the Facebook group, Lemming Drops Studio Tour. The owls may not be what they seem, but they still serve an imperative function. They remind us to look into the darkness.